0: KFI AM 640. It's later with Mo Kelly. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And have you ever just had a hankering for something? Have you ever just been driving and out of nowhere just said, you know, I would really like to have something, something, something to eat. Well, all day long, all day long, I had this desire to get some in and out. True story. I don't eat much red meat at all anymore. I just don't. Just for health reasons. And I try to keep down my sodium, but there's every once in a while I'll get me a, a steak, or I'll go to um, some place where I shouldn't be eating. But I had this taste for In and Out all day long. It's one of my favorite places to go, and I think my brain is being hacked because I've been thinking about In and Out all day, and then I come across this story. It's not quite In and Out, but you'll see why. There is this. Mexico-based restaurant, and you might have heard it made headlines some time ago for its similarities to In-N-Out. It now seems that they're being sued and being forced to change their name. The restaurant was previously known as In-N-Out, as in N-O-U-T, as opposed to In-In-Out. This is In-N-Out. And if you go to its uh, Instagram page, it looks exactly like In and Out, but it's not In and Out. It's In and Out. You know what I mean? It looks exactly like it. And I said my brain must be hacked because I've been thinking about In and Out all day, and this is the story which comes up on my feed. And I'm thinking this can't be a coincidence. It can't be a coincidence. And one of my favorite movies of all time, all time, is coming to America. Stefan, have you seen the movie Coming to America? Eddie Murphy? Yeah, a while ago. Okay. In that movie, it has this portion where it's about McDonald's versus McDowell's. Okay? And Eddie Murphy's queen-to-be is the the heiress of the McDowell's Corporation. And her father is John Amos of Good Times fame. And in it, it details how McDowell's is stealing from McDonald's But taking the McDonald's motif. And so when I saw this In-N-Out story, I immediately thought of this. Look,
1: being a McDonald's people, we got this little misunderstanding. hmm? See, they're McDonald's. I'm McDonald's. They got the golden arches. Mine is the golden arcs. Now mm-hmm. see they got the Big Mac, I got the Big Mick. We both got two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, and onions. But they use a sesame seed bun. My buns have no seeds. <laughs> How
0: little shame must you have to name your restaurant In and Out as an In hyphen I? hyphen N-O-U-T, as opposed to I-N hyphen N hyphen O-U-T, and expect not to get sued. Well, they got sued today, and they've been forced to change their name. And to get ahead of this, this restaurant is changing its Instagram to Sophie's Burger. Now, where Sophie's came from, I have no idea. But Tawala and I went to the Instagram page. It looks exactly like in and out Exactly. From the way they adorn the the hamburgers, the way they uh, the place settings, it it looks like they took it exactly from In and Out in every way. You said they're changing the name to what? Sophie's Burgers. It might be SoFi Burger for all I know, but it says <laughs> you know since they'd be copying folks, but it says Sophie's Burger according to the Instagram uh, uh, account. When news first broke about the imitation restaurant, the real In and Out didn't seem too happy with this pop-up eatery and they even gave some interviews talking about how they were unable to comment due to ongoing litigation so they have been in and out has been pursuing this for quite some time now we all know that in and out is an la tradition it is expanding across the united states i would say not too far east but at least uh the West and, and somewhat of the Midwest is getting out there and the secret is getting out. And I understand if you're going to copy a restaurant, you copy something like in and out, which has a, an immediate feeling of loyalty. I would say if, if I were, in uh another state and i saw in and out yes i would go there immediately if yeah. only because it's one of my favorite restaurants i should say uh fast food restaurants in which to go but how are you going to do that so boldly and not know that you're going to get sued how can you name your restaurant in on out in and out and not think that in in out is going to sue your ass into oblivion and take their <laughs> their, their the way it looks everything the, I- I just saw the pictures. That's that's shameless. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so bold. It's exactly the same. Why even change one letter? Just call it in and out. You're going to get sued either way.
2: I think they did it knowing knowing Full well that they were always going to go with SoFi or Sophie burgers, but they wanted the news coverage, hoping maybe people came to try it out and maybe then they'd say, Oh, so you like this burger? Well, that's a Sophie burger. But the same thing is, you're going to get
0: sued and whatever they're probably going to get sued for is going to be I'm going to say it's going to be cost prohibitive. In other words, it's going to mm. cost more to fight the suit and and the damages from the suit will probably be more than any money they made imitating in and out. In and out. So I would mm. say if you're going to do it, you might as well go all go the way all in yeah. and then just have people think it's an actual in and out location in Mexico. Not that anyone would believe that, but I'm saying it may take them just a little bit longer for them to figure out. That this is not an actual in and out, but when you change one letter, and everyone realizes like, okay, that's not McDonald's. That's Mc, that's McDowell's.
1: Look, being a McDonald's people we got this little misunderstanding. Hmm? See, they're McDonald's. I'm McDowell's. Huh? They got the golden arches. Mine is the golden arcs. <laughs> See, they got the Big Mac, I got the Big Mick. We both got two all-beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, and onions. But they use a sesame seed bun. My buns have no seeds.
0: (laughs) They probably don't sell double-doubles. They probably sell double-singles, triple-doubles. You know, they don't have animal-style... They probably have like I don't know insect style or something like that let's just change one word it's not exactly in and out it's just adjacent to in and out now when you go to in and out Stefan do you have a special order is it on menu or off menu I'm always on menu I just like my double double with cheese no onions thank you very much good night uh, I think it's on menu for the most part uh I'm a number one, number one I think th- for me it's uh double double protein style raw chopped onions and if I wanted cheese fries, raw chopped onions. Yep, Ugh, can't stand um, it. Twelve? Are you an onions guy? I'm not an onions guy. Ah, uh, no, mustard fried.
2: That's about it. Wait a minute, what? Mustard fried? Mustard fried? What is that? You get the burger, uh huh, and as they grill it before it's finished, they put mustard on both sides what? and re grill it. Yeah,
0: I've never heard that in my life. New one, double to me too. double
2: mustard fried. Who puts mustard on a burger? <laughs> Dude, if you haven't tried it, I you haven't. can't knock it. No, that's not true. I have mustard, not tried monkey brains, but I can knock that. For, no mustard. I haven't tried.
0: tried cow testicles, but I can knock they that. They might be good. It's later with Mo Kelly. KFI AM640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We have an OHI update. Tuala, uh, it's not a 5.0. Why do why did you hand this to me? Earthquake preparedness. But we're getting closer we don't we have a policy we don't talk about earthquakes which are not at least a 5.0
2: this one is just slightly is it 5.0 it's it's close to is a it a four. mustang 5.0 it's right after the 5.0 this <laughs> is a serious aftershock and I think we all need to be better prepared. Yeah. This is
0: later with Mo Kelly. KFI AM six forty. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app.
2: You're listening to Later with Mo Kelly on demand from KFI AM six forty.
0: Ojai was hit with a number of aftershocks today, including a three point nine. And it just it just grates me to even read that a three point nine. That's not an earthquake, Tuala, but we'll we'll go ahead with the news anyhow. And these are aftershocks, obviously, from the 5.1, which was a real earthquake. I didn't feel that one either, which hit during Hurricane Hillary. And Tuesday's aftershock, which I told you registered a 3.9, hit about 4.30, a, 430 a.m. this morning. And they say the quake was felt as far as the Park area. Did you feel it? I didn't feel it. Seven, did you feel it? I did not. Tawala, did you feel it? That's not the point. Oh, oh, so you didn't feel it. <laughs> it's not the point. Imagine that. It's like, did you feel the 2.1 earthquake? No. Oh, I'm, oh, what a surprise. So you didn't feel the 3.9 either. Several smaller aftershocks, all rated below a 3.0 magnitude, were recorded Tuesday morning. The earthquake was felt as far as the San Fernando Valley in L.A. County, the, talking about the 5.1, and prompted a citywide response from Los Angeles Fire Department. But what I did find notable is that... And if you don't know, I was asleep at the time of the earthquake. But when I woke up, I saw that there was an earthquake alert on my phone, an emergency alert, which buzzed through some 25 minutes earlier. And I looked at the time and it actually preceded the time of the quake, which I found um, pretty astounding because we had any number of conversations, at least about locally. They had the local app. That they were trying to get going uh, during the Garcetti administration when you had yeah. downloaded it. And I, and I tried it and it didn't work. But it also required you to keep your location, your GPS on all the time, which burns the battery. It's like, I'm not going to do that. Hmm. you know. But it was interesting because I got this emergency alert and I don't even know how or why. But it seems that it is now uh, possible for you to get these emergency alerts and you need not even... Have to sign up for anything. You don't have to download an app. If you have an an, um, an iPhone, shame on you first. But if you do have one, <laughs> notif- notifications and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the screen to the section labeled "Government Alerts." You can toggle them on or off there. And if you're Android like me, you can go to Settings, Safety and Emergency. Wireless
2: emergency alerts. I better do that right now because I just got the alert for the earthquake. And I was thankful that I got it because I know that someone else cares. But but if you got it, that
0: means it's already toggled on.
2: It's already on. Thank goodness. Go to settings, either Apple or Android,
0: and then you can find it there. And Google also has a built-in earthquake alerts in the Android operating system. I said Google has that, not Apple because Google's superior. To Apple. I know. Very true. All, all the iPhone people look at me like, what? What are you doing, Mo? Can't stand you, Mo. No, I'm, I'm an Android person. And actually, later in the show, we're going to talk about Android and how it is preferred by old people. I guess huh? the, the, t- yeah. the teenagers only like iPhone. Mm. But let me get back to the earthquakes. I didn't know that they had, not necessarily the technology, that it had already been rolled out where you could get some sort of prior notification. And in our disaster or natural disaster conversations, people would always tell me, especially my friends on the East Coast, it's like, well, at least with tornadoes and hurricanes, we get some sort of advance notice, even if only for a few minutes. Well, it seems now we can, on some occasions, get some advance notice for earthquakes. And I don't know of a time prior to this weekend, but clearly some people got the alert before the actual earthquake, or at least before the earthquake was felt within a certain area of the epicenter. Maybe uh, when the earthquake starts, the alert immediately goes out, and then before the earthquake is over, some people are getting the alert before it actually gets to their area, because I know it's not instantaneous. Everyone is feeling it the same everywhere. It ripples out. So did you find it on your phone yet,
2: Swalor? Oh, I did. Yes. And I'm so glad it's already on. Like you said, that's why I got that handy alert before that 5.1. But I'm just glad that I am now better prepared for all of these mini earthquakes that happen that you seem to just be like, whatever. They're called mini for a reason.
0: Okay. If it's mini, then it's not that big a deal. All right. It's a big deal somewhere. Anything named mini is not all that dangerous. Okay. Mini, what am I supposed to be a, afraid of? A mini shark? Am I yes, supposed to be afraid a of, a, of a mini dog? No, I'm not. I'm not. But that is what is in the operating systems of both Apple iOS and also Android. They we we were talking about how they used to have these apps. There are still other apps out there. Uh, the first is My Shake, and the app will send you alerts. But it also uses your phone to help collect data from its motion sensors to make to help make the data about earthquake events richer. And I don't feel like sending out any more of my data. The other app that you can use and download, if you're open to it, is called Quake Alert USA. But it's not as popular as MyShake. And if you're in, uh, in the San Diego area, there's an app called San Diego Emergency, which has Quake Alerts built in. Now. Another thing is my phone is always right next to me and that quake alert did not wake me so i don't know how effective it's going to be necessarily at night and it's very loud and it's oh it's very obtrusive you know usually if you get like a a, a silver alert or a missing persons alert or even a, a um um a disaster alert those things are the buzz I'm, even the it's on vibrate, it's very loud. It's very obtrusive. I slept right through it. So you I don't sleep deep. That's I do. What saying. I do. And I, it's a blessing. I have no problem getting to sleep and I have no problem sleeping through things. I don't know where it came from for me to have insomnia. It has to be pretty damn serious. Part of the reason I think is when I lay my head down to go to sleep internally, I have this discussion with myself, even though if I have a a huge day ahead of me, or if I'm concerned about something the next day, I know that I've done all I can do for this day. There's nothing I can do between now and tomorrow. And for the most part, I'm pretty good at being able to turn my brain off. I don't just sit there Mm. look at the ceiling and think about tomorrow. Look, it's a blessing. It's not a learned skill. It's just that, okay, I'm tired. I'm ready to go to sleep. I go to sleep. Now there are many nights in which I don't sleep well, as far as quality. I may wake up because you know I'm I'm, I'm not 22 anymore, and I got to go to the bathroom, or mm. you know, or I might have you know, uh, gastro reflux or something like that. But for the most part, I can have no problem getting to sleep. And as far as Stefan is concerned, just keep on living. You'll get there. You'll get there. You'll have the same problem in about five, ten years. But no, the, the earthquake alert did not wake me. But I'm glad it's there because at least that is an option. In the future where I know that if there is an earthquake, then I know that there's some sort of advanced
2: warning or early warning system. I got it. And it, it my whole family got it. We were able to get up, find the doorway just in case, just in case. We didn't know what it was going to be because we had never gotten an advanced earthquake alert like that. And it said earthquake is imminent. And it oh, was it said like, imminent. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it was like earthquake is imminent. And we we're like, What? Like, grab a door, and all of a sudden, we felt it. And it was like, wow, that was crazy.
0: When we come back, we have to tell you how Tuala Sharp was wrong once again. We've had an ongoing conversation about these robo taxis, what's been going on in San Francisco. A couple of weeks ago, it passed the city council, if I'm not mistaken, where. People like you and me, just regular people, could use them and, and also hail them for fairs and take you around the city. Well, there have been nothing but issues in that time since then, and there have been collisions and worse. We'll tell you about it in just a moment.
2: Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
1: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really?
2: Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
1: I never win and tell.
2: Well there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation?
0: You're listening to Later with Mo Kelly on Demand from KFI AM 640. Who's going to drive you home
1: tonight?
0: KFI AM 640 is Later with Mo Kelly. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Yeah, you can't go on thinking nothing's wrong. Who's going to drive you home tonight, given these uh robo taxis are just getting in these accidents and imperiling the lives of so many people, specifically in San Francisco. You may remember two weeks ago, California regulators officially gave the green light, no pun intended or maybe pun intended, for Cruz and its competitor Waymo to charge money for robo taxi trips around the San Francisco area. At any time of day, but heretofore, it used to be where the driverless cars were only available from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. Why? Of course, there are fewer cars on the road, fewer pedestrians, fewer opportunities to confuse the software. That was the thinking, but now they went 24-7. But last week, they had a, a few collisions, but the collisions also spoke to some of the concerns which had been raised by first responders, more specifically, the fire department. Now, I have been saying in previous discussions on the show that we, as in society, were not ready for all these autonomous vehicles. When I say all these, I mean there are a number of them. There were a good 150 of them for just one company and Originally, they were supposed to have no more than 50 driverless cars in operation during the day and 150 in operation at night. But since those uh, parameters had been removed, they could have ostensibly some 150 cars, driverless cars, autonomous cars on the road at any given time in the San Francisco area. And I said, I'm not so sure the technology is ready for the day to day demands and obstacles and Tuwali, you said what? I said they
2: absolutely
0: are mm-hmm. ready. And what happens? Uh, they have a couple of accidents the same day. One, um, they had an autonomous vehicle which which was in the correct lane, but then you had a, a fire truck which had to go into the wrong lane mm-hmm. because it was avoiding traffic. And the autonomous vehicle, I guess, didn't know what to do, couldn't figure out what to do, and got in an accident with
2: the fire truck. And, and there was okay, now, Mo. You are being way too egregious with your report on this because you said it was a few. It's two. Two is a couple. I want. I just want us to be clear on the language. It was two in one day. Two in one day. So when you say it, accidents are up by fifty percent. Their 50% is two accidents. This is also a push. Who today could be four to This is a same push by the same individual who wanted them off the road before. Hashtag all lives matter. Had been, (laughs) and they took their pleas to GM. And if I was GM, you know what I would have responded with? All driverless cars. I would have responded with some facts. As of July of 2023, there have been 13. Fatal traffic accidents in San Francisco, none of which involved a self-driving car. I'm going to tell you like my 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 uh, pastor told me, just keep
0: on living, okay? It hasn't happened yet. All, all I'm
2: saying is it hasn't happened yet. Remember July. When, when I
0: was 25, my pastor said, hey, you know, just keep on living, okay? And I said, I can sleep through the whole night.
2: I don't have to get up and go to the bathroom. I got you. He said, keep on living. And lo, lo and behold, okay. here we are. But here we are, July to August, the exact same period of time that the autonomous vehicles have been on the road and there have been zero fatal accidents with autonomous cars. You know, that's 13 like saying, you know, that's with like the then, people driving. That's like American Airlines saying we have not had a, a deadly crash this month. It's not, the same. It's, How li- is it not it's the same. it's literally not the same because you're you're uh, going after autonomous vehicles, which have had a fender bender with a fire truck. That's bad. I get you that's bad but it's not as bad as the 13 fatalities caused by people. And
0: but the 13 fatalities caused by people there is still a, a person who is responsible. There is some some something someone you can
2: blame. Yes. That but, doesn't change here. But Cruz is 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 blaming and Cruz now can say Thinks this uh, this information now helps us, and this is not Waymo. Waymo has had zero accidents. There's always tomorrow. Okay, okay but we're, we're 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 talking about what the story that you're trying to present to everyone to malign my uh, reassurance that we are ready for robo taxis. The facts don't stand. Yeah, the facts do stand. Okay, they've had two weeks and they've had two accidents,
0: and that's too, too many. Two All weeks. driverless cars matter.
2: Two weeks in in the almost close to a year that they've been on the road testing these things.
0: No, but there were it was limited testing. There were limited amount of vehicles, mm-hmm. and we've expanded the number of vehicles which are out there. They, they basically tripled because it went from fifty to one hundred and fifty, mm-hmm. as opposed to an eight hour period, which there's uh, fewer people walking around, there're fewer cars on the road, to twenty four hours where ostensibly you have exponentially more people and accidents and obst- obstacles.
2: All I'm saying is mm-hmm. your attack yep. on robo-taxis Get is them unfounded. Thrown. They're dangerous. It's unfounded. They're people killers. <laughs> people
0: someone's going gonna to die. Someone's going to die. I, I, I just can't have it. I don't want someone dying in an autonomous vehicle because you are in this rush to have
2: technology take over the world because you want to live in a world of iRobot or the Terminator. Like, look, then maybe we need to take everyone off the road in San Francisco because it's obvious that people are responsible for killing people with cars. Look, in San Francisco, these autonomous cars are contributing to the
0: crime level, the crime wave all around the state. <laughs> I, I, I don't remember me laughing, Stephen. Did you hear me laugh? I didn't is laugh. Going on I, Sandy didn't hear me laugh. I don't know no what's laughing. happening. No one's here. laughing. Okay. How are they contributing? They are a scourge. They are a danger. They are a menace. They need to get them off the road. It's Later with Mo Kelly. KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. I, I'm, I'm being serious. I'm, I'm being serious. We'll talk Kid Rock when we come back. You're listening to Later with Mo Kelly on Demand from KFI AM 640.
1: Uh-oh, but like, like a train wreck in a movie, said. This is not a
0: drill or maybe leave major meltdown KFI AM 640. It's later with Mo Kelly live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And everyone, by this point, I hope, understands what has been happening with the Bud Light brand. The supposed boycott, I say supposed because... I don't know how real it is, big picture. I'll tell you why. Remember how it started? Kid Rock shot up a, a some 12-packs of Bud Light with a semi-automatic semi-auto, rifle, and he yelled F Bud Light and F Anheuser-Busch. It was about four months ago because there was this promotion which was done with transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney. And it didn't go over well with, I would say, the, the larger portion of the Bud Light buying populace and so people decided to boycott it in fact some high-profile artists like Travis Tritt and others said they would not be selling it at their various establishments but under closer inspection it seems that Kid Rock was never really committed to this in any way and maybe people wrongly assumed and I'm not telling you what you should buy what you shouldn't buy I'm a firm believer of letting the marketplace decide if people want to buy Bud Light, People don't want to buy Bud Light. I would say, you know, let your dollars speak for you. But I don't know if people were really, really committed to this, Kid Rock especially. Because now it has come out that Kid Rock at his Nashville establishment only stopped selling Bud Light for about a week. And then started selling it again. And over the weekend, Kid Rock was pictured Enjoying a tall, cool Bud Light at Colt Ford show in Nashville. And and you saw pictures, a number of pictures popped up on TMZ. And it made people wonder, well, was Kid Rock just trolling everyone or was it just a moment? In other words, he took, a, uh, took one video of him trashing some Bud Light uh, packs and that was it. He really wasn't committed to the idea of boycotting Bud Light. And this goes back to what I was saying before. It's very easy to get on social media and be mad. It's very easy to get on social media and engage in what I call hashtag activism, like hashtag boycott this, hashtag boycott that. And I said for an effective boycott, a lot of times it's got to be over the course of many, many months, if not years. I use historical examples. and, And honestly, I don't know how committed people were then. And I don't think people are committed now because in terms of corporate America, they're talking about the year. They're not talking about a three- or four-month period. Um, has, has Bud Light been affected negatively because of the negative publicity? Yes, absolutely. But Anheuser-Busch and the parent company Bev, they have not suffered all that much, big picture. So I, I wonder whether... The the supposed boycott is having the type of impact that people would hope it would have, or is it just more hashtag activism? Now, me personally, I don't care for beer overall. The only time I drink beer is at the ballpark. If I'm going to a Dodger game, it's part of my ritual. I go to a Dodger game, I'll get a beer, and I think it's Modelo, which is an InBev as well. And, I, and that's about it. I'll get some beer, peanuts, and some Dodger dogs. But that's the only time I'm going to have beer. So I'm not necessarily someone who has skin in this game. I don't have a dog in this fight. It doesn't matter to me whether Bud Light does very well or fails in the next six weeks. I do look at this in terms of our supposed cancel culture. I don't think it's cancel culture. I call it capitalism culture and how people choose to spend their money. And I see that not everyone is as committed as people think they are or has said that they are regarding Bud Light. Kid Rock might have played everyone. If you are mad at Bud Light and Kid Rock is still selling Bud Light in his own restaurant, Kid Rock is still walking around drinking Bud Light, um, it would seem like the joke is on you because Kid Rock is still making money from Bud Light. Kid Rock is still drinking Bud Light. So I I don't know if he was ever serious about this. I don't think he ever really cared because as a public figure, he knows good and damn well. The moment he steps out, someone is going to take a picture of him. Someone's going to video him. And that likely will end up on social media. And he knows that if he's holding a can of Bud Light, given his previous actions and the boycott that he sort of set off, it's probably going to come back to him. So clearly, never was he serious about trying to cancel Bud Light nor was he concerned about himself being canceled by then drinking Bud Light. And maybe you got to think, social media isn't real. Maybe you got to think, social media is not necessarily as impactful as some would like you to believe. Again, you can drink whatever you want. If Bud Light, having a transgender influencer, serve as a marketing Person for one ad, one ad on TikTok. And if that offends you so greatly that you never, ever want to buy Bud Light again, you don't ever want to drink Bud Light again, then that's your prerogative. There are a number of companies and establishments, restaurants, products that I refuse to support, not because I'm trying to put them out of business, not because I think I'm going to impact their bottom line, not that I expect them to change any of their marketing practices or change any of their promotional tools because I personally don't like them. For me, it's principle. And maybe for you, It is also principle, but I would rather you not lie to yourself. I would rather you not delude yourself or kid yourself, no kid pun intended, and think that Kid Rock was as committed to this or serious about this or actually bothered by Dylan Mulvaney as a transgender person promoting Bud Light as social media would have you believe. Because he's still making money off Bud Light. He's still selling it in his establishment. And he himself is still drinking it. It's later with Mo Kelly. KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app.
1: Opinion without the preach. KFI. And
2: KOST HD2. Los
1: Angeles, Orange County. Live
2: everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. 18 plus.